Hello my lovely nerds and welcome to a new episode of Nerd Factory Reboot Game Talk. We have a lot of news to cover as usual, but this time the news is actually really nice. This is perhaps the first time in a Game Talk episode that I'm like, wow, this is really good. So, because I'm excited for everything that we're going to talk about, let's get into it because like I said, there's so much good news to cover this time around, and I hope that you guys will love it as well. So, grab a snack, and let's go. So, let's get into it. As it seems, we have so many great previews coming for Halo Infinite campaign, and that's such a great news that I love to see. Halo Infinite is having some great previews, as people are saying that, hey, the open world is actually awesome, it feels more like Arkham games than Far Cry games. They say that it's really beautiful, that it's revolutionary, some people said, and that they say it's, well, Halo at its best. Some people are even saying that the story is amazing, something that I really hoped for because I have played Halo Wars 2 and honestly I was really excited to see what would they do with these characters and now that I see it seems that they have done right by them, I'm happy. Also, Halo Infinite has gone gold. That is pretty awesome. Congratulations to Free for Free and I'm sure that they have this weight lifted off of them, but honestly, your job has just begun, guys. You now have to support it for multiplayer, which also has launched. You have to keep out um, your eyes out for bugs and things that might happen. But overall, congratulations to Free for Free Industries, and I'm sure that they will get a very well-deserved break after everything that has happened. Continuing on from that. Rockstar has formally apologized for the state that GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition has launched. They have issued an apology and a statement on their website saying that they are basically sorry and that they know that uh, this is not the quality that the fans expect and obviously fans have really high expectations and it's very justified and they also say that this was unforeseeable. Which is the weird part for me. How was this unforeseeable? If you had used even one tester, they would have told you what the game's state was. You didn't. So, it sounds very much like cyberpunk situation. So, yeah. What the hell, Rockstar? Continuing on from that, they also said that these games, the Defender Editions, are already on Rockstar's launcher. However, the classic versions will be on the PC... Uh, Rockstar Launcher as well, coming shortly, and it will be free to anyone who has bought uh, the Definitive Edition. So if you have bought Definitive Edition, you will be entitled to getting all free versions of the classic GTA Trilogy for free, and that's pretty cool. But unfortunately, I have no idea why... Um, they are not doing the same for PlayStation or Xbox. I mean, I did buy San Andreas, and honestly, I definitely want to play the classic version until this this definitive edition is fixed. However, Rockstar did promise that they will do as many updates as it takes 
to bring it up to par and that they are already working on one update. Alright, very nice. Also, um, if you have that uh, basically um, Definitive Edition and you want to get it, you know, get the classic ones on PC, the offer is good through June 30th, 2022. So you have a lot of time to actually redeem it. So please redeem it if you really want to. Continuing on from that, um, we have heard that Forza Horizon 5 has had the biggest launch in Xbox history and now it has over 10 million players. Now the thing is that we don't know how many of these are people who are playing it through Xbox Game Pass and how many actually bought the game or maybe bought it in the past for the game. But as far as we're aware, 10 million people so far. This is the biggest launch for not only Forza but for Xbox history and congratulations to all of them. I mean, well deserved. Again, this is a fantastic game that deserves all of this attention. Speaking of great news, Sifu is now launching sooner than expected. Sifu, a kung fu fighting game that basically is like when you die, your character gets older and something like that, is now going to launch February 8th, 2022. This is basically two months, two, sorry, two weeks earlier than what it was planned already, and that's great news for the fans of Sifu. And we don't know why, but it could be maybe because, you know, Horizon and other games are launching at that month and, you know, Horizon and Elden Ring, actually. I believe they're launching very close to each other. I think they're actually launching at the same time. But the thing is that, regardless, it's going to be a doozy. So they are launching it a bit sooner. And that's great news. Now, getting to some more serious news, as you may or may not know, I had boycotted any news that was supposed to cover a certain publisher and their game. I didn't want to, but now I will because of the situation. Unfortunately, Activision Blizzard is still going strong, and that's a bad thing. The bad thing is because there are so many reports coming out that they're saying that not only directors and creative people in Activision Blizzard are harassing their employees and sexually harassing them even, but at the same time it seems that Bobby Kotick, the CEO of Activision Blizzard, at one point threatened to kill one of his assistants because they refused to do what he wanted, which was obviously not in good way. Now, this is something that has been reflected in the industry. A lot of people have, have reacted to it. Phil Spencer has reacted to this and is telling them that basically, you know, we're evaluating all of the aspects of our relationship with Activision. Maybe we'll even, you know, break up with Activision and we'll have nothing to do with them. Sony, on the other hand, has done the same. Jim Ryan has done the same before Xbox and they were a little bit more you know, stern when it came to what they wanted to do with Jim actually saying that, yeah, this is not good behavior, that they're not going to really think over uh, their relationship and that they may actually drop them or things like that. They condemned everything. And so far, we're seeing that Call of Duty Vanguard is not actually on the featured uh, page of Sony anymore. That's the first step. Maybe they will remove it from store. But the thing is that Everything about Activision Blizzard is just so damn stupid and it just keeps getting worse. So, so far we know that Bobby Kotick 
is not even going to get fired by the board and we already know the horrifying things that he has done now why won't he get fired turns out that most of the board that is sitting there in Activision Blizzard is are basically his friends old friends so yeah there's no way that they're going to fire him however a thousand workers and this is in pandemic while most people are working from home a thousand workers from Activision Blizzard staged a walkout in protest to have Bobby Kotick removed from the company and that sends a very strong message at the same time there are some people who have left the company have come out and talked about their situation back when they were there one of them was of course the co-leader of Blizzard the lady that was there who said that his male counterpart got a way higher wage than she ever did and when she brought it up they said that no this is what it is and you have to deal with it and when she left the company they started to offer her a more reasonable contract which she still denied now the thing is I did a little search and people just started to you know say in the comments about this lady turns out this lady has been with the company for around 20 years she has been with Blizzard for 20 years she has done many games she has basically produced many games and worked on them and so basically she's an integral part and cog of the uh, Blizzard itself however this dude that was brought on he was brought on for only basically six months ago he was brought in six months ago whereas this lady yes she was promoted to blizzard six months to blizzard's co-leader six months ago but she also was working there for 20 years so it's kind of weird so now when you think about it what the hell so as i would be a little bit more um detail oriented this co-lead of Blizzard was called Jen O'Neill and uh, her male counterpart Mike Yabara basically had way better contract than her and he didn't even do anything in the company at all like he, he didn't even know how to make games or stuff like that and he, he had this joined this company for only six months what the hell Blizzard what's going on so anyways um, like I said Jim Ryan is mad Xbox head um, Phil Spencer is mad people are all mad that this thing is going on and like I said there's so many stories out there that are saying what the hell is going on and you know Wall Street Journal actually was the one that posted this uh, story that talked about um, you know Bobby Kotick's sexual harassment and misconduct and it has really blown up but unfortunately still i don't know for what reason we we are not seeing anything happen from activision blizzard seriously somebody gonna tell me why isn't anything happening if anything we should be able to see that he's removed and prosecuted for everything that he has done but we're not seeing that in response to the explosive story that reported uh bobby kodak uh knew about sexual misconduct and harassment and he himself was a perpetrator and after all that the board did say that we are standing by him and like i said yeah this guy has his friends in the uh board so 
The thing that was sent out was that the Activision Blizzard board remains committed to the goal of making Activision Blizzard the most welcoming and inclusive company in the industry. Under Bobby Kotick's leadership, the company is already implementing industry-leading changes, including a zero-tolerance harassment policy. Just let that sink in for a second. Zero. Tolerant. Tolerance. Yeah. What a joke. And a guy who actually threatened to kill his assistant is leading this. Yeah, sure. A dedication to achieving significant increases to the percentages of women and non-binary people in our workforce and significant internal and external investments to accelerate opportunities to, for diverse talent. The board remains confident that Bobby Kotick appropriately addressed address workplace issues brought to his attention. Seriously? Wow. Wow. The goals we have set for ourselves are both critical and ambitious. The board remains confident in Bobby Kotick's leadership, commitment, and abilities set to achieve these goals. Wow. Look, if I didn't even know that the board was full of his friends, I would have, you know, figured it out by now. What the hell? I have no idea what the hell is going on. And, wow. Just seriously, what the hell? Of all the things that you guys could have probably said, of all the things that you could have said to fix things, this, this is what you say? You actually support Bobby Kotick? This guy? This is just stupid. This is just really, really stupid. And, I don't know, but, you know, I gotta say that I do not support this damn company I do not want to cover anything that has to do with their games at least until um, you know they fix their issues they fix their problems and honestly I gotta say it's just disgusting the things that are happening and like I said I just hope that in order to stop these guys uh, they just, you know, the employees just stop working. Seriously. Just stop working there. Don't give a crap about them. But still, what should I say? That's still the thing. Now, anyways, let's continue on with some more positive news. Because honestly, like I said, we still have a lot of positive news to share and basically cover. And screw Activision at this point. I don't really care about them. So, Multiverses, a game that everyone reported on as basically, you know, uh, a leak that we said that it exists, that it's a Smash clone but for Warner Brothers uh, property, is actually real. It was announced by Warner Brothers. It's a free-to-play game. It's basically on all consoles, and I think it's on mobile as well. And... It's such a cool looking game, not only because that it actually has voice acting and the voice acting is done so, so well, which basically blew me away that we are seeing so many great people such as Matthew Lillard, Kevin Conroy, Tara Strong, but the thing is that the gameplay actually looks good, the aesthetic actually looks good, and the gameplay is basically like two versus two, like four people, 
and you have to work together you have to use each other's powers to your benefit so you can beat the team which is something that i don't think we've seen like nickelodeon is just straight up a smash clone and smash doesn't have that teamwork kind of thing in it but this does and something really cool happened is that shaggy is now embraced by Warner brothers to be ultra instinct shaggy so believe it or not actually go watch his trailer you will see that shaggy is actually looking like a super saiyan and ultra instinct uh goku at some point and they acknowledge this we have previously saw them acknowledge this in the intro for mortal kombat's new animated movie and he had this green aura now here again he has you know various auras like you know uh yellow and blue and the reason they provide is that he ate a stone that made him really really powerful and that's why he has these powers and it's really cool i gotta say like this is basically amazing great job wonder Brothers, on acknowledging that this exists i mean it's a small move for them but it's a huge move for all of us because you know honestly we get my we get really happy we are like wow they decided to actually acknowledge this to actually put this out and you know honestly this is great this is great great job honor brothers and it seems to be really well done now a little bit of a detail about uh, all of this uh what we're seeing what's gonna happen and stuff like that so um multiverses is coming to ps4 ps5 xbox series x and s and uh pc in 2022 I'm, I'm pretty sure it will come to xbox one as well if it's coming to ps4 but it's not mentioned there it also includes dedicated server-based rollback netcode which is pretty awesome something that people loved about nickelodeon all-star and the initial roster like i said the game is free to play it has rag competitive it has customization which is really cool and you get various costumes for each character so that is awesome but the initial roster that we'll be getting to play as are as follows Arya stark batman bugs bunny finn the human garnet harley quinn jake the dog rain dog shaggy steven universe superman tom and jerry and wonder woman more will be revealed soon and we don't know if these more that will be revealed will be part of the initial roster or that basically they will you know be dlc but if you know the leaks are to be believed the first dlc will be lebron james for some reason who is a Warner brothers property don't know tencent has bought a minority stake in platonic the developers of ukulele platonic will double its headcount expand to free development teams and work on more games one of them it's a sequel to Yuka Lely. So, pretty awesome. And if you didn't know, or in case you missed it, Pragmata, the game from Capcom that was supposed to launch in 2022, had a very short video which was really cute with the girl holding a card saying 2023. Sorry, they announced that, yeah, Pragmata will be pushed into 2023. This was what they said. Our team is hard at work on the project, but to ensure this will be an unforgettable adventure, we have decided to shift the release window to 2023. They also shared a new piece of artwork, which looks really trippy. To be honest, I have no idea what Pragmata is at this point. Like, I have watched trailers for it, but 
I really don't know what it is. And the, f and the weird thing is that it seems like a Kojima game. What the hell? Like, seriously. When I look at it, I'm just like, this is more like a Kojima game than anything else. And I have no idea why, but seems okay. Like, fine. I mean, when I say Kojima game, I mean it's a weird, crazy game that basically you have no idea what's going to be about and it's going to play with your mind and i hope that it delivers on that promise because look i'm not saying that they have to be like kojima games but you know to be honest yeah i i have high hopes for this thing i have really high hopes because i know that you know this game is basically weird and i love that in a game <laughs> continuing from that Phil Spencer has called for industry-wide support for emulation of older games to preserve the past. He said, if we said, hey, anybody, hey, anybody should be able to buy any game or own any game and continue to play, that seems like a great North Star for us as an industry. He believes that basically we should preserve our games and be able to play them on emulation so that we can still preserve them when time comes. Great thing that he said and basically great thing that uh, he's trying to do and honestly is a great dude when it comes to preservation and he also has doubled down on saying that game pass is absolutely in every way not only sustainable but actually producing them money so we can't say anymore but great job Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy had a new patch. In this new patch, if you own the game, you will have ray tracing for both PS5 and Xbox Series X. Unfortunately, you won't get such a thing for Series S, which is another game that has skipped ray tracing on Series S, even though it has the it, ha it actually has the power to do it. But on Series S, you get uncapped frame rate option for Series S, which means that basically you can get you know variable. Uh, you know, frame rates as high as it goes or as low as it comes. So if you have a variable refresh rate or VRR monitor or TV, use it with that because otherwise it's going to be so janky. Also, improved performance for base PS4. Sam and Max Beyond Time and Space has a new remaster. The new remaster is going to come December 8th, 2021, and it will come so far only to PC, Xbox, and Switch, so no PlayStation, which sucks. Wow. Really? Really? I actually love that game. Alien Isolation, the popular alien game that basically blew everyone's mind when it came, because it was actually really, really good, is now gonna come to Android and iOS. Unfortunately, we do not know... Um, how basically uh you know how much how how will it work like on what devices like what should your cpu be can you run it on any android device will it adapt or basically no it has a minimum requirement like for example future fight i think it's called for marvel i cannot run it on my s10 and it sucks of course i can do it if i wanted to get it to low level detail but that would that would suck. The game actually looks good. I don't want to do that. But still, Alien Isolation is coming. Xbox Cloud Gaming now available on Xbox Series X, S, and Xbox One 
consoles. So what does this cloud gaming mean? Basically it means that if you want to play a game and you don't want to download it onto your console, you don't have the space for it, you can just play it with cloud. So you stream the game and you play it and have fun. Now this is the bigger, biggest part of this is that it's available on Xbox One, which is I think the most important part. But the thing is, when you're streaming like that, if I'm streaming on a 4K TV, can I actually get output of 4K or at least, I don't know, super sample it? Super downsample, actually. How will it work? I mean, I, I really want to see the results on the Xbox One than Xbox Series X and S, because Xbox One is the weaker console. How will it play? I mean, obviously, it's like a streaming happening, so it doesn't really matter. But the resolution, that's really important. And, you know, it's, it's kind of a thing that we have to know. So, now, these games are available via cloud if you have it, uh, if you have each of these consoles or Game Pass Ultimate. So we have the Medium, Recompile, and the Rift Breaker. Microsoft's Flight Simulator will be coming early 2022. And basically, the good thing about this uh, cloud thing is that this is something that Sony wanted to do but was unable um, so far is that basically you can down you can just play the game for a little while and then you know if you liked it you can download it so the thing is if you remember sony had plans for such a thing but their version was that basically you can play a game before buying it so honestly this is a solution cloud like sony could have done this they would have said that hey you want to buy this game but you're not sure you don't want to download the demo, you don't have the space for it, you don't have the time for trial, right, fine. We can do cloud for you. Have your internet connection ready, stream this game for a little bit, see if you like it, and if you do, you can download it and save your progress. Continue your progress, actually. So, that could have been one way, but we have yet to see that happen. The Street Fighter V Fall update is coming really soon. And we will be able to see a showcase that will include the character called Luke. This will be the final uh, Street Fighter V digital event with behind-the-scenes look. And, of course, the final character of Season 5 being Luke. The event will happen November 23rd at 3 p.m. PST. So, if you are a fan of, you know, Street Fighter, watch it. RGG Studio, or Ryuga Gotoku, the creators of Yakuza and Judgment series have announced that they are working on some unannounced titles that are not connected to either Yakuza or Judgment. However, they have shared that Yakuza 8 will take place some years after the 7th and will still uh, star Ichiban Kasuga. So uh, that's a pretty cool news that came from them. Also they said they will still cherish the Judgment series. and. This is basically saying that, yeah, we are doing our best to continue this series, so don't judge us. So, still, congratulations to RGG on doing this and, you know, having so many games to work on. Saints Row, the reboot that basically made everyone angry because of how weird it looked and looked nothing like the previous Saints Rows, has been delayed until August. The game was previously set to arrive February 2022. Now it has been delayed until August 2022, which is like six months later. Now, we don't know 
exactly why, but you know, it's still the same usual excuse, saying that, yeah, we are doing this to improve the game and, you know, make it better for you guys, you know, the best game we can deliver, things like that. But six months is a long time, so while this will not change the whole of the game, like, you know, how the game will change completely, no, in six months you can't do something like that, but it's safe to say that they are doing some things that need really long time it could be maybe the missions like some of the missions maybe they're trying to change some of them maybe they're adding some story or missions maybe they're changing the map some places maybe they're adding activities there's so many things they can do in six months provided that the game was actually close to uh, you know completion but still unfortunately we don't know exactly what's going on so we're gonna wait oh by the way if you have Monster Hunter Rise, prepare to face something amazing. So, on November 26, you will see Sonic the Hedgehog join Monster Hunter Rise. Now, this will not be as an actual Sonic, but rather, you know, your pet, your companion, and you yourself will have the costume of Sonic. So, sounds pretty cool. If you have the game and you're excited for it, you can get it, and of course, you can also get a costume that looks like you know tails um as well which is pretty awesome like i gotta say monster hunter rise is pretty cool so you get sonic you get tails and for some reason in the trailer you can actually see that they use chaos emeralds to evolve to ultimate sonic or something like that so pretty awesome november 26 so Talking about NFTs, we have now some really weird answers from people in the industry. Phil Spencer, when, when asked about uh, NFT games, he said, What I say today on NFT, all up, is I think that there's a lot of speculation and experimentation that's happening. And that's something creative that I see today feels more exploitative than about entertainment. So it seems that Phil Spencer is also against NFTs. However, when asked uh, the same question from uh, Take-Two Interactive and EA had, they were actually really happy and they were like, yeah, NFTs is the future. You have no idea. If you like collectibles, physical ones, why not digital? It's so good. We have to use it. We have to utilize it. So I gotta say, guys, my condolences. It seems that you know Take Two is going down the worst path possible, and it just sucks that they're doing like doing it like that. Like you know, at this point, I gotta say they are just you know, um, you know, screwing over their fans. And honestly, with everything that's been happening lately, I don't think anyone's surprised that Take Two or essentially. EA don't really give a crap about the gamer and they just want money, even if it is from NFTs. So, what the hell? What the hell? Oi. So, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice has been, in has been enhanced for PC with DirectX ray tracing, DLSS support, and AMD's FSR support, and enriched visuals. New accessibility improvements are there as well, which include button remapping and more available now. Speaking of that, Nvidia has also finally brought their image upscaling solution to older graphic cards. These are graphic cards that are older than technically um, RTX and if you cannot use DLSS on your graphic cards, you can use the image up upscaling which actually works really well. 
it will do its best to upscale an image like 720 to 1080 and the result will have your game have more fps like if you had 40 now you can get 70 with the same solution so yay if you have older ones on the list of nominations for game awards and everything that was announced we see these games that are being nominated for game of the year Deathloop, it takes two metroid dread psychonauts 2 ratchet and clank rift apart and resident evil village unfortunately as you can see returnal is not on this list which i would definitely say was a better game than ratchet and clank and honestly people are baffled by it and they're like why it's not even there but most of the list looks really good and resident evil village honestly was a really great game and i'm not surprised that it's there it's like you know resident evil village game is like a game that you're like yeah it's not it's not game of the year material as much as these guys but the fact that it's still talked about and played by many people to this day starting from you know when it launched which was very early in 2021 till now actually puts it at game of the year material because it's still being played and talked about so congratulations to them to all of them but yeah no returnal and returnal and forza have been snubbed and people are not happy about that they're like what what why but I gotta say, the rest of the nominees look good, and I had a hard time voting for some of them because, you know, some of them really deserve this award, and some of them was like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? And <clears throat> just amazing, yeah. And honestly, you know, I'm excited for uh, this event. I do want to see who gets to win. Most people would say Deathloop, and I would say that probably Deathloop, but I want It Takes Two to win. Not only because it was a great co-op game, but it had a really heartwarming story, great co-op gameplay in a world where co-op barely exists, especially couch co-op. <clears throat> and it was really well made. It was a great game. I absolutely enjoyed it. So, fingers crossed, I guess. Dragon Ball has a new game called The Breakers, which will be... This is how they... Uh, are calling it a new asymmetrical multiplayer online Dragon Ball game. It's gonna come to PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC on 2022. Now, how would we describe it? It's basically a large map with destructible areas. You're like six people with your own power sets and things like that. And a villain, whether it be Cell, Boo, or Frieza, will follow you and try to kill you. And they are the raiders. Don't know how I would exactly say it is, but you know, maybe Dead by Daylight stuff? I'm not sure, I mean, they, they didn't really explain it well. But they're saying that, you know, you have items as well, like grappling hooks, vehicles, and weapons. And I think that basically, you know, you have to stop this guy from killing you, I guess? So Dead by Daylight or Evolve, something like that, can be both. So, nice, I guess. As for the graphics, same Xenover stuff we've always seen. So, you know, Bandai Namco just puts out game after game. They don't really care about the quality at this point. They have good ideas, to be honest, but they just keep putting out games like, yeah, you know, like chocolate. Get out there. Fortnite and Naruto Shippuden have finally launched their crossover. So, <clears throat> if you're a fan of it, you can now uh, play Fortnite with Naruto both in his, you know, 
teenage form and his adult form. Sakura, the same, teenage and adult. Uh, Kakashi, you can also play as well, in which I think that he has his normal form and apparently a, you know, one with a mask. Somebody said that this was like a crossover or something as well. I'm not sure. And Sasuke also as well, but he has only one skin and nothing else. He doesn't have any alternate costume, which is which is really weird. We expected more. But still, pretty awesome. Think about it. Like, <laughs> you're playing Fortnite and you have Rick and Morty. You have uh, Master Chief, Kratos, Thanos, and now Naruto. And honestly, they really designed him well. He really looks anime-like. And gotta say, this is way better uh, designed than, you know, uh, what was that? Rick and Morty. Because Rick and Morty, I think it doesn't look good at all. They probably should redo it a little bit. But aside from that, great job. Great job. All of them. Uh, you know, I, I don't play Fortnite, but I'm excited for people who do. Now, let's see. As I said, Halo multiplayer did launch. People are having great time playing it. They have some complaints saying that, you know, the pass, the battle pass or something like that. I don't know what's this called in this game. But battle pass doesn't progress well because you have to complete challenging instead of, you know, getting kills or wins like that. It takes a long time and people are not really happy with that. However, the multiplayer, which at the time of this writing uh, for that, you know, for that tweet, it had launched about 2.5 hours, basically two and a half hours ago. It surpassed 162,000 peak concurrent users on Steam, which makes it the most successful game of Xbox on Steam. Forza Horizon, uh, Forza Horizon 5 actually had 81, and Master Chief Collection had only 161. So, yikes. If also you're playing the multiplayer, you will because you know the game did go gold you can get a golden visor for your character if you log in and uh, the season one will last as they're saying until may 2022 and you will have multiple in-game events with their own rewards and activities the first is fracture tenrai featuring a limited limited time event pass playlist and samurai theme rewards starting next week which by this point would be November 22nd so yeah if you are doing that you know November 22nd then you you can already do that so let's see if we have any more good news to share aside from you know, the Xbox um, you know uh, 20 year anniversary which uh, Rock actually attended and talked about giving away some consoles we had some more games added to their backwards compatibility list and FPS boost. And um, also, yes, yeah, Sonic Generations and Sonic Unleashed now have 60 frames per second. So if you're really excited for that, go for it. Let's see, let's see. Uh, so it looks this to be pretty much everything. And uh, yeah, it looks like it. I don't think that we have any more to talk about. I think I said everything that was set out to talk about. And wow. I think this might be actually one of the shorter episodes. But I was able to actually talk about all of them. Oh, by the way, if you're curious about Battlefield 2042 and the reaction to it so far, it hasn't been really nice. With people saying that, you know, it has great ideas, 
but it cannot execute the, any of them well and it, if it was basically delayed three or six months it would have been perfect so that's a general consensus saying that the game needed more time in the oven and because they wanted to fight you know call of duty and halo they launched it way too soon and you know i think that we all knew that this game was really bad uh, when we played the beta and honestly uh you know to be to be frank um I did want this game to be perfect, but I knew it would suck because I played the beta and it was not good at all. And I don't know why they didn't delay the game. I don't know. But it sucks that it's not getting rave reviews as it did, you know, uh, deserve to do. But, you know, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? So anyways... Uh, that's for Battlefield 2042. Um, let's see if we have anything else. Yada yada yada. Yeah, we have multiple crashes for uh, GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition, which seems that you know, made people really mad. Like, what the hell? Why does it keep crashing? So yeah, that's pretty much it. So guys, that's it. If you guys enjoyed. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed uh, the news that you got, the opinion you got, so please uh, share and subscribe. And I gotta say thank you guys for um, you know supporting me through all of this. It means a lot, and I hope that the content that I'm providing is good enough that you guys enjoy. And uh, well, I'll see you guys on the next one. And oh, by the way, a little great news. Which I forgot to say, and I think I saved it for last. Black Friday sale for PlayStation Network has launched, and it includes some amazing deals. Guardians of the Galaxy for 40 bucks, Returnal, uh, Demon Souls for 40 I think. Um, Deathloop for 30 uh, Far Cry 6 for 40 So, there's so many great deals out there. So, if you are a fan of gaming and you have some extra money to burn why not do that because i already did i already paid 60 bucks to sony to play yakuza and uh little you know sackboy's big adventure so wow nice <laughs> yikes there were so many games on my list that actually got discounted that i when i look at the list i'm like what the hell how am i gonna do that so yeah, it looks really good, really good. Like, even Judgment got, you know, um, a great discount. So, basically, go for it. Go for it. And that's it. That's it, guys. Thank you for joining. And, you know, um, I hope you, uh, you had a great time. And I'll see you guys very soon as I will be doing a read-through for both My Academia and Dragon Ball, but on separate episodes. And I hope you will join me there because for Dragon Ball, I will definitely be doing what I always did previously, which is, um, you know, uh, imitating the characters and talking as if I were them. So thank you guys for joining. I'll see you guys next time very, very soon.